Hey, guy, can I get a uh, mic check? Nope. Okay. Welcome to Grapples and Apples, a podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to diseases named after beers. Is it the coronavirus or the Bud Light flu or I don't know, man. People are dying from this, man. Like, you shouldn't make light of this. Corona light of this? No, it be Bud Light. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bud Light of this. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. You shouldn't be making Bud Light of this. Oh, that's a good one. See? Yeah, you lost me. It's late. It's late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As usual, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. Either way, as long as you're listening, that's all we care about. As always, I'm one of your hosts. Ill will the throne, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined, as usual, by my hetero life mate, the very sensual, the very toy, Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy Shades. <clears throat> so this week is post-rumble week. Post, post-Rumble week. We got some news. We got some injury updates. We got some backstage heat. We got some non-WWE news. And we got everything else in between. Before we do all of that, Shades, will you please be so kind and ring that bell? <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> that was amazing. It's terrific. All right, as usual, let's start us off with some non-WWE news. The Ring of Honor Pure Championship is back with a two-night tournament. Night one in Columbus, and let's see, night two is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Yo, yes. I don't know if you knew about the Pure Championship because this belt kind of like... supersedes my getting back into wrestling, yeah. Okay, so... The Pure Championship... Proceeds, right. Sorry. It's like... It's been like 14 years since this belt has been defended. They kind of like 86 did... Uh, I think the last champion was Brian Danielson, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez. Yeah. And they have kind of like weird rules to this, yeah. this, this whole... The match and the belt, whatever. Mm-hmm. So some of the rules are... Um, each wrestler gets three rope breaks. After that, there's no more rope breaks. No closed fists. A closed fist has one first warning. After that, one of your rope breaks get taken away from you. Ooh. The third one is a 20-second countout on the outside of the ring. But, I mean, we, we know that with New Japan already, so it's kind of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, That's not different... Yeah. Not sexy, and the title can change hands on a countout and or disqualification. Ooh, I like those rules. There are the 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 road break thing's a little weird, kind kind of hard to get around, but I, I I'm not against them. You know, I mean, if you call yourself the pure champion yeah. and you don't need road breaks, you know what I mean? Like I I, I dig it. 
I mean, if it was pure wrestling. Like, yeah. I mean, it's all like, kayfabe anyway. Yeah, you know? it's like, it's all yeah. kayfabe anyway. It's all predetermined, but it's like, you know what? Somebody could be in a sharpshooter for 20 minutes, and that's the whole match. Or, you could have somebody get legitimately knocked out on the outside. Hmm. Get counted out, lose the belt that way. So, I had heard of the Pure Championship before. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know all the rules. I knew it was like a special championship that had special rules to it's it. It's an ugly belt, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just like a regular like faceplate, uh, and it says "pure" in like the center. How uh, creative! And I was like, "Oh, it's very <laughs> WWE like." But what's interesting to me is I feel like, and I'm, I'm sure this doesn't ever happen, but you could totally use this for like shoot matches. <laughs> that would be super cool. Funny that you bring up shoot matches because I was watching Cultaholics. Okay. Uh, top, uh, like, what was it New Japan Heavyweight Champions ranked from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't watch the, that, but it's the, the best. Yeah. And I was like, Anokiism. And just like, Antonio Anoki just loved just MMA and wrestling fight, yeah. and just shoot fights. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, it's so funny that you're bringing that up. And I literally watched it earlier today. Nice. I saw that it was up and I was like, it's too long. I, I don't have time for this. A lot of the guys you don't know. <laughs> a lot, but a lot. Oh of yeah, the, I mean, I know, like, I know of the list because I've seen the list in its entirety before. Yeah, I mean, but every Wrestle Kingdom they show the Rise of the Old Exactly, right, right, right. But I was like, look, I, as long as Okada's in the top five, I'm care. I'm good. Come on, you know Okada's in. I would think I think he's number one, but there's a lot of New Japan that I haven't there's seen. Obvious, he has the five reigns and the longest, longest. accumulated and longest single title run. Oh, of course, he's the greatest champion of all time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people love Tana. A little bit for you? Let me. Is Tana's number two? No, really? No, he's not. He's not even in the top ten. What? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tanahashi is. I was about to say Tanahashi's got to be Ta- top yeah, ten. Ta- Tanahashi's number two. That that makes sense. Tana's number two. That makes Wait, sense. Wait, is Tana number two? I think yeah. I think Tana's number two. Or it's either. How many total champions have there been in New Japan history? Like Fifty. Or Kenny's something. forty-nine. No, Twenty-six. Twenty something or something. <laughs> Kenny's like, that? like number forty-nine, forty-eight. Twenty something like that. Uh, it was twenty something. I, I think Kenny was like in the. He's gonna be the low top now. teens or the, the the like low twenties. Yeah, the guy was a champion for like two minutes. Um, I was like, true. Naito was also in like the mid-teens. Yeah, also didn't have a long reign. You know who cracked the top ten though? Jay White? No. What does it say? My boy AJ Styles came in number ten. Oh, oh the, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the that great, makes sense. the great Muda. It was like the great Muda Tanahashi. The, those were like top five. Right. Okay. I don't remember like the exact top five. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Anyway, no, I can. We can go talk about that list all day, but we're not here for, for that right now. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, back to. The pure change. The pure Let's see. So yeah, it's coming back from the two night tournament on uh, the first. It was going to be in Columbus, and the second one in uh, Pittsburgh on April tenth and April eleventh, respectively. Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. So if you guys got nothing to do in uh, Columbus, Ohio, on a Friday night, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on a Saturday night, go watch. Some, some some pure some pure wrestling. wrestling. Nobody's been named for this tournament yet, though. You guys think it's gonna be people like Jonathan Gresham, uh, Jay Lethal? Uh, who was a really good Jay Briscoe? technical wrestler? Yeah. Okay. 
Briscoe, probably Marty. Um, who else in Ring of Honor is good technically? God, the, the roster's anemic. I can't even think of anybody. It's slowly on the rise. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. <clears throat> Next up, Ring of Honor presents past versus present in Las Vegas on March 14th. Generation Next, Alex Shelley and Matt Seidel versus Villain Enterprises, Marty Scurrill and Flip, 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 Flip Gordon. That's your, that's that should be an interesting match. Uh, okay, so Generation Next, um, Shelly and Seidel weren't actually in it at the same time. Okay. They were like two ships passing in the night. Right, right. Same, same click, uh, just they didn't, their, their, their ships weren't docked at the same yeah, time, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, because we saw, you know, Kushida team up with Alex Shelley as the time splitters for NXT's Dusty right. Classic. Which is really, this surprised me, to be honest. I was like, Alex Shelley? Well, Shelley's not signed to NXT. Was the one-off? one-off, yeah. Mm. And it's like, okay. He looked okay. <clears throat> you know, he didn't look great. Right. He didn't look bad. He didn't embarrass himself by any means, but mm-hmm. I was just like, his age is starting to show a little bit. I mean, the booking of this should be a no-brainer. Skrull and Flip Gordon go over. 100%. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. But uh, I think the match should be interesting in, in its own right. Oh, yeah. Because Matt Seidel can still go. Yeah. And then, obviously, Marty and Flip could go. Yeah, Shelly can still go. All right. Let's we'll see. Let's see what happens We also have Homicide versus Brody King set for past versus present. Sure. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm, sure. Not gonna get homicide versus PCO or something like that. Uh, what is PCO even doing right now? He's the other than being the champion. Yeah, he's the champion. Yeah. So what is he doing? What's his program? Uh, uh, sitting in an electric chair, <laughs> rebooting his batteries. I mean, I don't know what's going. I on. I still think it's weird that he's a champion. Uh, he's over like hell. People love him. I know, but he's PCO. He's your top guy. He's your top champion. He's not your top guy. Not, Fair. Not, top guys don't always win the top championships. No. Or top championships don't always go to the top guy. I'm aware. But, in theory... Never mind. Whatever. We can have a whole thing about championships and how they're supposed to treat the person wearing said championship. Cough, cough. AJ Styles, like two years ago, cough, cough. But, anyway. And lastly... Lashley. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, when we talked about Marty Scurll's contract, I think it was like last year or two weeks ago, we mentioned that part of his new contract with Ring of Honor allowed him to work non-exclusively with brands such as New Japan. And so, we're starting to see that. As Marty Scurll made his return to New Japan during, oh man, what was it? Was it, during, it was during New Beginnings, wasn't it? During New Beginnings? Yes. And challenged Jay White to a match at the Supercard of Honor. I'm a little confused as to why he would challenge Jay White right now. Yeah, I mean, Jay White doesn't have any belts. That's what I'm saying. He's got but nothing. But Na- Naito's already, like, jammed up in the whole Kenta thing. Uh, Takahashi's not going to fight him for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And... Do you really want to fight Hiroki Goto for the um, 
For the never open never open league title. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Why not go after your old stablemates leader? I guess. I just feel like this is something where, if you have this new agreement with Ring of Honor with this brand new contract, you get to go back to Ring of to to New Japan to set something up. You would aim a little higher. But then again. Like you said, all the belts are wrapped up in a storyline. I mean, he can go against Okada, but we've seen that already. He can go against Tanahashi, but people are going to complain Tanahashi's going to win and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Abushi's still sick right now. Yeah, I guess. He can do Osprey. We've seen this before, but we don't know what oh, Osprey's no, yeah. ankle is. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want... If there's going to be stuff like... If he's not working with New Japan on a regular basis like he was before. I don't want him touching the junior division anymore. You want him straight into the heavyweight division? Dude, anything else. Anything else. I don't want him touching Taka. I don't want him, uh, I don't want him talk, uh, touching Osprey unless Osprey's going to move up. Plus, we've seen Osprey versus Skrull a million times. Always amazing. But, like, I, I think we're good on that. Like, that rivalry should be put to bed for at least a little while until they're both firmly in the upper class in terms of their... their Weight class, quote unquote. What if he came back and challenged Sonata? Sonata. It's not a bad match. We know Sonata can go. I think New Japan might hold Jay White in a higher light. I mean, of course, he's he's like their pseudo Kenny. That's what they've been using him. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that comparison because. Uh, Jay White can't. He's nowhere. He's nothing compared to Kenny. Yeah. But that's how Jay uh, Jay White. That's how New Japan's been using him. Yeah. Any and all plans that they had for Kenny, they've been just plugging him instead. Is it one guy just for another? That's it. exactly. Like, oh, we need a white guy. <laughs> speaks English. Who speaks English? Throwing Jay White. Sounds good. Yay. <laughs> well. That wraps up the numb WWE news for the week. Shades, tell them what they need to know about what's going on in WWE because there's lots to tell. So this doesn't really affect anybody in WWE except, you know, Danny Bryan and me who I don't have the coronavirus, but I have the baby <laughs> plague for sure. <laughs> Brie Bella and Nikki Bella are both pregnant and both due two weeks apart. OMG, so adorbs. So adorbs. Nikki's finally getting which one. She's married now. She's having a kid. You're lucky bee. And then Brie Bell's having a second one. It's like, no one really cares if you're having your second one. You know? oh, is John Cena going to be in the delivery room for Nikki Bell's baby? That's well, she wouldn't question. be able to see him anyway. That's what <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Imagine she starts like freestyling and and like cutting that baby to shreds. <laughs> Speaking of being Ooh. cut to shreds by an edge. <laughs> my man, my guy, AJ Styles, got hurt at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very inauspicious. Uh, o- overselling the spear. Edge's spear. You gotta love the man who gets hurt doing his job. 
he he got speared and like kind of flipped and rotated and landed awkwardly on his shoulder. And uh, the trainers were at ringside and noticed that, uh, listen, he's hurt right now. Edge threw him over immediately and just gets a quick elimination mm-hmm. out. Uh, Dave Meltzer. Meltzer. No, Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave Meltzer. Papa Dave. Papa Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Radio. The Meltzer. Reports that AJ Styles has a separated shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he is most likely to miss... WrestleMania. Yeah. Which stinks. Yep. Because he's got, what, two more left or one more left two, on his contract? Two more left. Damn. You think it's ever going to happen? He's going to main event WrestleMania? You think so? No. Me neither. No. Man, there's so little things left on his resume. Vince is like, there's so few things uh, left off of his resume. I, I gave you two WWE Championship reigns. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's it. But you know Vince appreciates him, and he respects him. Mm-hmm. But you also know Vince is never going to do it. Unless there has to be something like irresistibly money-making juice for him to be like... CM Punk. AJ would get the the main event, and then it would get taken away if CM Punk came back and actually wrestled. Mm. Look at all the marks on the wrestling page that we're on now. Mm-hmm. All the please come back, CM Punk. Oh, they all wet themselves when Edge came back at the Royal Rumble. Imagine if they hear cult of personality. Oh, forget it. They'll People will spontaneously combust. Their true. heads will explode. hundred percent. Now, what if CM comes back and speci- specifically says, "I want to work AJ in the main event of WrestleMania." Because remember, that was always CM Punk's biggest thing. Mm-hmm. That he wanted to main event WrestleMania, that he felt like he deserved it. He yeah, he's, like, it. he's like, I don't even care if I win, I just want a main event WrestleMania. You know, funny enough, actually, because you mentioned CM Punk, AJ Styles, the Pure Championship was mentioned earlier. AJ Styles beat CM Punk to become the first ever ROH Pure Champion. Well, would you look at that? That's full circle right there. Full circle. Full circle. Continuity, baby. So let's go from my guy getting injured to the guy that injured him. Edge. <laughs> Edge signs a three-year, three million per year contract Jeez. with the WWE. He has to make. He is obligated, contractually ob- obligated, to make three I matches. Just say obligated. <laughs> I got babies on the line. Uh, wrestle three matches a year. That's it. Just three matches. He's already wrestled uh, at the Royal Rumble. That's right. one match. Mania's gonna be two. Mania's gonna be two. And then what? SummerSlam for three. I would say SummerSlam or a Saudi show. Oh, Saudi. Yeah, that makes sense. SummerSlam or Saudi for sure. Um, man, what a must to be a part timer in WWE's checkbook. Jesus Christ! I mean, listen, he paid his dues. Yeah. It's literally, you're wrestling a million a match. A million a match. That's that's, that's like the WWE's equivalent to Mayweather money right there. And even even if even if he does, which I, I highly doubt it would be, if each match is a 20-minute match. Okay. A million dollars for 20 minutes of work. You get $3 million for an hour. 
throw sprinkle in a couple promos here. Three million and out. Oh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts so much. Here I am sleeping away twenty dollars an what hour. I'm saying, looking at my taxes, it hurts so much. Uh, Lord, oh my god. <laughs> Bro, let's let's go to, to to House of Glory and get some some lessons. Let's let's do this thing because three uh, an hour. We don't even need to go to House of Glory. We can just do what our boy Andrade has done and get popped for his first bonus <laughs> violation. That's right. The United States champion Andrade has been suspended for 30 days for violating his first violation of the wellness policy, which explains why he was sort of written off on Raw with uh, Umberto... Uh, winning via DQ and then hitting the hammerlock DDT on the exposed concrete. What's interesting about these violation pops, which have happened with some of the bigger names, like Roman got popped for this not too long ago. Roman? Yeah. Remember he was out for a month when he was the United States champion? You're right. So what's interesting about this is that it's come to light that a violation of the wellness policy could be something as simple as not submitting paperwork to the WWE for, like, prescription medication. So it doesn't necessarily mean they're on drugs or that they're, like, busted for drinking on the job or anything. It doesn't necessarily mean... Oh, that's the Usos, though. <laughs> and Jeff. <laughs> and others. <laughs> Jeff, what'd you get busted for? Well, all of the above. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was someone, uh, I forgot which wrestler said that they once uh, got hit with a violation just because they forgot that they changed their prescription and forgot to submit the paperwork to WWE. Yeah, but it's not sexy. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I know. I, I, it's not sexy, though. It's like, oh, okay. I I'm I'm suspended because I switched from Advil to a leave. Right, exactly. But that it's totally a legitimate thing that. Yeah, no. That I mean, it, I'm not trying to spread you know like a false narrative about right. Andrade, but. Right, and and that's kind of why I wanted to put that out there because I think when I think it was when Roman got busted, everyone was like, "Oh, what did Roman get busted for? Was it for steroids? Was it for this? Was it for that?" Eh, it could have been anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been something as simple as you said. Taking Advil instead of Tylenol and forgetting to tell WWE about it. It's, it could be something that simple. I, I mean, right now, we're, we're working like a well-oiled machine in terms of running through our news Shay-way. and our segues. Because up next is a guy who actually got popped for steroids. <laughs> the WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. And someone who... Gets around the wellness policy, being high all the time. The king of bros, Matt Riddle. <laughs> On Sunday at WrestleMania, they Royal had Rumble. a... What did I say, WrestleMania? You said WrestleMania. Jump the gun a little bit. Yeah, a few I'm months trying, early. Trying to get out of WrestleMania. <laughs> at the Royal Rumble, excuse me. Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle had a backstage and what people are labeling this as an... Altercation. Altercation. Which was basically Brock grabbing Riddle by the shoulder and I quote, Kid, you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me and spit because you and I will never work together 
pause for dramatic effect ever. <laughs> That's it. Not punches were thrown. No one spit at each other. No, just, mm, just, just, just. And Brock literally just shoulder yeah. said what he said, walked away. Right. That's it. This is somewhat reminiscent to Riddle and Goldberg, but a similar just verbal altercation backstage because Riddle was talking smack about how he could beat Goldberg. Now he's talking that he wants to retire Lesnar. So... (sighs) There's a report out, I I actually couldn't find it when I was looking at more news, that someone in the WWE is saying to NXT guys, do not call out main roster talent. Hmm. But I can't, so I, I can't, I really can't get the actual article, so I don't want to bring it up any more than that. Mm-hmm. And finally, something that you actually mentioned to me was two, uh, what was it, executive producers? I, I think these are co-presidents? Co-presidents. These are, these are like high up executives in the company. Two high up executives in the WWE have been fired by Vincent Kennedy McMahon because the product sucks, the numbers are down, and he thinks, hey, if I fire these two people, things will get better. Oh, look, scapegoats. It's exactly what it is. It's just scapegoats. Not, let's improve our product. Maybe that will work. No, that's crazy talk. Let's fire two people who probably have better ideas than Vince Russo. What I don't get is these people are probably doing their job. They're bringing Vince ideas and whatnot. Excuse me. Wow. I really do have the coronavirus. Um, (laughs) They're bringing Vince their ideas. Mm -hmm. They're telling him, hey, Vince, like we should do this, this, and this. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to have the Usos and Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in his court. And the loser eats dog food. Like, Vince, that's dumb. Nobody cares. No, 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 no. They're going to love it. So, ju- just to shed some light on the situation. The two people that were fired were Michelle Wilson and George Berrios. Two co-presidents. One was the CFO. And the other one was the CRO, so the Chief Financial Officer and the Chief Revenue Officer. Oh. So, again, these are, like, top, top-level executives in the company. We're talking the people who handle the money. And part of the reason why, like you said, why they were fired was, well, money's down. You look at the people who are in charge of the money. Let's fire the money people. Again, I think a complete and total mistake. Wrong people to fire. Scapegoat for days. It's not, it's not their fault that they're putting out bad product, which leads to less people going to house shows, which means less people going to uh, pay-per-views, which means less people are buying the network and merch and this and that, and that's why your revenue is down. Yeah. According to the Post, as a res- as, as a uh, as an effect, as a side effect to these firings, WWE shares 
have plummeted. Plummeted, you say? And their stocks have dropped by 21.5%. Woof. It's, there's a, now it's down to 48.88 a share. It's lowest level in nearly two years. Oof. That's... Oof. Exactly. <laughs> you do not want your shares dropping 21.5% overnight because you decided to fire your two financial officers. It was like the WWE fanboys are out here like, ah, AEW aren't selling out their shows. Ah. It's like, hey, guys. You haven't been selling out your shows for like a decade. Your, your stocks are down. Your attendance is down. The revenue is down. Maybe you should stop worrying about the guys down in Florida and start worrying about the guys that are in Connecticut. You know, and I, I've always been a firm believer that the downfall of the WWE was going public. Becoming a publicly shared entity, hitting the stocks, you know, having a, a board to answer to. And, and now look. Their revenues are, are, are hitting such a hard hit that that they fired two of their top-level financial officers and their stocks are plummeting as a result. Does any of this happen if they had stayed a privately-owned company? Who knows? Again, this is... They went private. They went public, what, like 15 years ago? Maybe, Something like that? Maybe more than that. I don't know. Whatever. It's yeah, whatever. Okay, go ahead, Vince. Keep blaming other people for your for your mistakes, for your flaws. It has nothing to do with you and your booking and the way you run your company. Nah. I can't. It's just, it's so insane. It's the most asinine thing in the world. The guy is notorious for being like a buffoon. His former employees call him out publicly. As soon as they become former employees about how horrible the creative mind he is, we see how out of touch and out of date he is. I mean, you had Dolph Ziggler calling out the company on uh, the Royal Rumble, where they were like, hey, what's going on with your camera work, where they missed a big-time spear, Edge's first spear coming back when he speared Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and the camera was on the crowd. Uh, the camera, we all, we stated, was AEW bad. I just, I don't... They were all over the place. Instead of looking internally, I was, <laughs> my brother and I were talking about this in the car earlier today, and it's like, instead of looking internally and going, hmm, maybe I need to fix something, no, let's let's look to blame everybody oh, else. What they're doing is crazy girlfriend syndrome. It's like, there's nothing wrong with me, you're the one that needs to change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so, been, so, been so all over. That's been so all over. And that's what we're going to get. So... Until, like they said, until, CM Punk said, until the old man dies, mm-hmm. like, the the company's going to be terrible. All right. It's a shame. It's a shame. Because we grew up on this. They're the, they're the biggest. biggest wrestling promotion in, in North the America. world. They are synonymous with professional wrestling. Some people know and only think of them as the only professional wrestling. And this is what we get. Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on to two points in a row for me. Hey, Drew McIntyre beating the OC in a handicap match. Ugh. Keeping him looking strong. And keeping the OC looking terrible. 
And I'm okay with that because now there's stakes for Drew McIntyre. There could be steaks, there could be chicken, there could be fish. I don't care. Speaking of beef, after McIntyre beats the OC, Big Beefy Brock comes out and puts a beat into Drew McIntyre. And Brock leaves the ring. Him and McIntyre have a warm and loving embrace, staring at each other. Uh, longly into each other's eyes, <laughs> thinking of winters that could have been. I like that they're starting McIntyre Lesnar right off the bat, right off the rip. Mm-hmm. It gives them three months to to build, build a very cohesive, logical. Storyline, and it helps knowing that Brock isn't going to be around a lot. This is going to have to be Drew carrying the majority of this build. So the earlier you start, the better and the more ammo. And Drew you don't has. even need Brock. You could have Heyman, yeah, doing promo work with him. It's perfect. It's perfect. The only thing that I'm afraid of is that when we get to Mania, they're not going to pull the trigger on McIntyre mm. and keep it on Brock. That would be a bad idea. Well, and I f- we forgot to mention this earlier, but little, I guess, aside. If Heyman has his way, it's going to be Drew. Mm-hmm. And he's going to win it. So backstage, there's a, there, rumor has it. Two things. One, the initial Royal Rumble winners were supposed to be Shayna Baszler and Roman Reigns. And what changed? So, there's no word as to why, but as recent as Saturday night, that was the plan. And then Vince changed it to Charlotte, because apparently he owes, quote-unquote, he owes Charlotte promises that he did not keep and pulled out from under her in the past. So, to me, I'm like, what more can you possibly promise this woman Six, seven more title Which, reigns. What more do you need to give her that apparently you reneged on? Seven more title reigns. is insane. Not only that, but... And since when... And, uh, and I was talking to my brother about this, and he goes, since when does Vince care about promises broken to performers? When your dad is Ric Flair. I mean, look at Sasha and Bailey. That's why Sasha went on that hiatus, because she got tired of promises being reneged on. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about that. I That's stand with her. Nor there. I stand. I stand with her. And, but listen, Charlotte. Right now, there's rumors that Charlotte's not even going to challenge for the Raw or Women's or SmackDown Women's Championship. She's going to go after the re- NXT Championship, which makes no sense, I and mean, it books them into a corner. Which NXT Championship? The NXT like, <laughs> Adam Cole's NXT Championship or Rhea Ripley's NXT? Championship? I believe Rhea Ripley's. Okay. Which, again, book them into a corner. Because you can't... Charlotte's not going to lose to Rhea. But then at the same time... Where is she? You're going to put the... and You can't put the NFC Championship on, on Charlotte. Why? You're gonna put you're gonna put on NXT. You're gonna have her be your NXT champion, Charlotte. She can be one of only two women to ever be two a two-time. Time. You really think Charlotte's gonna work NXT again? Why not? If the girl, the, the woman thinks she's like higher than God in terms of women's professional wrestling, why would she go back to NXT? Because she doesn't have to wrestle every week, and every time she comes out, it's the a ego's too present. big for that man. Mm, less is more. 
Less is more. I don't know. I don't know. I, either way, I think they booked themselves into a hole. But that's WWE. We know they do that. But how they? How are they going to book themselves out of this? Because apparently Shayna and Becky is still the plan for Rome, for Mania. Hmm. And we saw today that at least for now it's Bailey and Naomi. Not for Mania though. I said at least for now, it's Bailey and Naomi. I still think it's Lacey Bailey. For Mania, Mania? Mm-hmm. that's a mistake. <clears throat> With Lacey winning at Mania. Ooh. No, thank you. I don't know. And then so back to the the Paul Heyman stuff is apparently there's a backstage conflict where he's really pushing for it to be Drew McIntyre standing tall at the end of WrestleMania where Vince wants Roman Reigns beating Bray Wyatt standing tall at the end of WrestleMania as the main event. So even who's going to main event WrestleMania is a tug of war right now between Heyman and Vince. (sighs) Roman beating Bray will not go over well. Roman being in a program with Bray is not going to go over well. Look how, what happened to Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is more over than, than Roman Reigns was. You think Vince cares? Has he not shown that when it comes to Roman Reigns, he doesn't care if he gets booed or not? He thinks Roman is top guy, so top guy he will be. Remember, Vince thinks... That he decides what we like. He thinks that he decides, you know, who we root for and what we, you know, what we're all about. Ego. The second part of Raw that I'd like to actually speak about was the end of it. Mm. Mm. Edge and Randy Orton are in the ring, and Randy is spitting some game to Edge, like, let's get Rated RKO back one more time, and the crowd pops for that, and Edge is smiling, and turns his back, and then turns back around. This is after Edge cut a fantastic promo, by the way. Of his whole, his whole comeback. I'm not happy that Edge is back. I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy about it either. I love Edge. I loved Edge when he was here. I didn't. I was not. I was never an Edge fan. I I loved his, his heel work. Was second to none. Sure, great heel. Never liked him. Loved his heel work, and I was like, "Thank you for what we what you gave us. I don't need anything else." Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those. I need people from the past to come mm. to still hook me in. Like mm. all these other WWE fans are. Mm. They're sheep. <laughs> they, 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 they dangle the nostalgia bait in front of you. And you all bite it hook, line, and sinker. And that's how Vince gets you in. That's how Vince keeps you in. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not I, Mr. McFly. <laughs> I like what they're doing with this. I like that Edge is only wrestling three matches, and he's already got one under his belt. At least three matches. No, it's just three matches. He's got, like, the Undertaker treatment. Mm-hmm. Undertaker only got to wrestle, like, once a year or something like that. Poor poor Mark. 
take a nap. Randy Orton hits him with the RKO out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Turning heel between him, Charlotte, and Big Show. <laughs> I don't know who has more heel turns, face turns, heel turns, face turns. The icing on the cake for me was the concerto. Everyone knows that Edge's neck is all, you know, messed up and mm-hmm. it was surgically reconstructed and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, a, it's a cheap way to generate heel yeah. heat. And the people in the crowd, you know, are we back in Memphis in 1973 that they thought this was like, shoot? They're all standing there with their mouth agape. Oh, I was like, what? You? It ain't real. Randy Orton's <laughs> nickname is the Viper. Like, what is the Viper? A snake. He was going to attack eventually. Come on. Don't they looked so distraught that he was legitimately like hurting Edge. And I, I'm looking at people. Are you aware this is not real? I, I promise it's not. He's okay. He's okay. I mean, actually, on. NXT, I read that uh, Beth Phoenix cut a promo about Randy Orton attacking Edge. Really? And people were like, damn, man, like they're really selling this whole Edge thing. That's pretty good. It's good. The fact that a storyline from Raw, Raw <coughs> covers, over to uh, c- comes over into NXT and it has nothing to do with any of the wrestlers on NXT. That's smart. Well done. Well, Doesn't help you guys in the ratings, but shoot, why not? You know, what are you going to do? But that's that's Triple H and Shawn Michaels right there. It's not Vince. Exactly. It's not Vince. So, Mr. Wednesday Night War? Yes, sir. Anything that you'd like to bring up? Well, as you said, as we know, it's the Wednesday Night Wars as usual. And first things that most people tend to look at are the ratings. And for the quadrillionth week in a row, AEW is on top. Nothing really dramatic to go over. They're, they went over by, what, 100,000? Something like that? Uh, 116,000. Yeah, I mean, we're talking, so they went 828 versus 712 in the ratings. Well, I'm glad that they're both near a million. The fact that AEW is still, like, just barely scratching a million makes me happy. But, like, this isn't, it's not like they blew them out of the water. Like, this is nothing new. But, you know, good for AEW. Um, the big news, I guess, coming out of this was the, the finals of the Dusty Classic, where the Broserweights defeat the Grizzly Young Vets. Not a surprise to me at all. And they win the Dusty Classic, so now they have a tag team title opportunity for TakeOver Portland? Yeah, take a report, Lynn. Thank you. Uh, and that card's stacked right Oh, there. yeah. That, but, I, look, I'm not... Anyone who's listened to the show knows I'm not really a fan of Matt Riddle. So I'm not really crazy about these two winning. But I'm sure it'll be a good match. These two versus uh, UE. So, what else? That's, that's, that's that, I guess. Um, we I, had to, I, I didn't like this. I, I did not like, again, um, 
another makeshift team winning the Dusty Cup. I told you they were going to win. No, I mean, it was obvious that they were going to win. I would have much rather the, the Grizzled Young Veterans win so it can give NXT UK some more mm. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right now, no one cares about NXT UK. Well, no one in North America does. They're doing good numbers in the UK. Yeah, but you're you have a big American audience mm-hmm. that you want to put eyes onto UK. Hi, why not do that by having their the one of their best tag teams win the Dusty Cup? You know, and it's so funny because the their whole UK brand is supposed to set up for them eventually branching out to Japan and or to South America. Mm-hmm. If you're not putting any effort into your UK brand, then what's even the point of you creating a, J- a Japanese or South American brand? Right now, with their money woes, I don't think they're creating anything right now. True. I mean, 205 Live is holding on for dear life. Or they have an episode like once a month, if that. I didn't know that was still a thing. Technically, if I'm not mistaken, it's still a thing, yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, what I didn't like is Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai had a match where Tegan Knox won, which seems like the blow off to their feud. And I don't like it being on a random episode of NXT. It's like this has been a feud that's been building since she turned on her at TakeOver War Games. Are you just going to have the blow off on a regular NXT? I mean, no, like. I know, you know, your takeovers are normally five matches of bangers. Well, this could have been your opener. This could have been your, your, your current jerker for one of those takeovers. Just to get out of the way. You know, give them 10 minutes, 13 minutes. Let them have themselves a blow over. And then that's that. But whatever. I'm, I trust in Trips and Sean. And like you said, TakeOver Portland's card is stacked right now anyway. So, uh, it's fine, I suppose. Anything for you, sir? Me? No, honestly. Um, I, I just like that we're finally going to get uh, Ciampa versus uh, Adam Cole Bebe yeah. at uh, Portland. Finn versus we Gargano, have, finally. We have Finn versus Trent Seven. Who Finn attacked Seven at Worlds Collide in the mm. parking lot. Mm. Uh, Did you see Kenta's tweet about that? No. Kenta goes, they still haven't figured out security in their parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Kenta. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> that dude is so bitter about his time at NXT. Yeah. So bitter. Very, very bitter. I mean, so far there's four matches lined up for TakeOver. Yeah, Belair versus Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bala versus Gargano. Gargano Ciampa versus Adam Colbebe. And then... Uh, Yui versus the, the Broserweights. We're probably going to get uh, Dijakovic versus, versus Keith, Keith Lee. Lee again. You got to throw in a third party to make it... To make it Damian Priest. Never mind, keep it one-on-one. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, yes, Mio. 
And for me, nothing really stood out for either show. Like, nothing did any... These were both safe shows. Wow. They did nothing groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Nothing to really capture me in. Nothing to turn you into Luke Owens. Wow. Yeah. You had the Bucks defeat the Butcher and the Blade, which I don't like. Because if we're supposed to take these guys seriously, I don't care if they beat the, the Bucks down post-match. Mm. They need to win. Mm-hmm. Wins matter. Mm-hmm. And the Butcher and the Blade are the perfect team that could take off the belts, take the belts off of Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. And then that way they can implode even more. And the Bucks take it off the Butcher and the Blade. Eventually, yeah. As the big heroes. Oh, I like that. I didn't even think of that. The Butcher and the Blade taking it off of Hangman and Kenny. This is why I, this is why I'm me. So this is one you know, it's, <laughs> man, I'm taking it back to like 2000 and, I don't know, four? Four. To, something to like that? We were in high school for sure. Okay, so at least 2004. Maybe, maybe 05? 2015. 05, 06. 2015. Yeah, right. We weren't in high school. I was already in college. I thought I was already graduating. I, I was already in grad school <laughs> in 2015. In you were in high school? <laughs> I was already in grad school in 2015. Ugh, God, I'm old. But you know, and it's funny. I don't, I don't do a lot of future booking in my head for AEW. But that's that's good right there. The Butcher and the Blade take it off of Hangman and Kenny. Who? Hangman and oh, Kenny. Oh. And then the Bucks take it off of the Butcher and the Blade as the the Heroes Redemption. Yeah. Um, and then that just furthers uh, Hangman's resentment, resentment toward, towards. The that's elite. good. That's real good. This is what I do, man. This is, I do, I do what I do what I do what I do, man. I do, I do what I do when I do what I do. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Um, the the one thing I do wanted to mention is Le Champion, Chris Jericho, coming out, Puerto Rican flag, Puerto Rican bandana draped around the man's neck. Did you see the tweet about the neck brace? No. Oh my God! Someone goes, "When you're so old, you have to wear a neck brace," and he responds, "It's a bandana, you effing idiot." The <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's great. I love Twitter. I love Twitter just because of things like this. I think I've watched the Jericho Jericho entrance on the Jericho cruise a hundred times already. Chilling. Just goosebumps. Yep. Every goosebumps. time. Goosebumps. The music stops and they're still going. Oh. And they tried to do it at, uh, where were they? To, uh, was Cleveland? I think it was Cleveland, yeah. They tried doing it in Cleveland, but no one knew the lyrics. And I was like, ah, oh, you womp, phonies. Womp. Well, hopefully we do a better job in New Jersey. We will do a better job in New Jersey. At least our section will. I don't know about the rest of the arena. I'll be drunk screaming the lyrics out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been coming, I've come, out, woo! Like, Dude, you're way off time. <laughs> it's like, Jericho's not even out yet, man. <laughs> Tony Schiavone's talking. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, that's not Jericho. That's Britt Baker. Sounds <laughs> Britt Baker cutting the the best promo since she's been with AEW. Mm. Her heel turn has helped her out because she needed something. She needed something because they had her held in high regard, but she wasn't doing anything in the company. And this heel turn, perfect. Gives her something to do. Gives her an actual per- a character. I mean, right now she's just verbally abusing Jim Ross and Tony, Tony Schiavone. Schiavone. But she got to start somewhere, right? 
but there's no big baby face to come out and like well she's going after Rio this whole thing is like go after Rio I understand that but there's no like big baby face to come out and be like shut up like let's have a match Rio again there's no <laughs> big baby face to come out and say hey shut up let's have a match no, yeah, you're right. Um, it was supposed to be Britt. Britt was supposed to be their top. She was baby supposed to be face. that baby face. Like this, if the roles were B, reversed, B's I mean, a, had... a heel. B's a, B's a straight up heel. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheet is a face. Statlander's a face, but Statlander's promo work isn't ready for like for any of that. I don't, I don't like her, her 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 alien gimmick. I like Statlander. I don't like her alien gimmick. Um, Sean is a face. Yeah, and that's it. And on the other side, you have Ali's a heel, Brandy's a heel, Kong is a heel, Mel is a heel. Lila Rose is a heel. Lila Rose is a heel. Yeah. What's the... Uh, uh, Sakura is... she? I mean... Yeah, Emi Sakura tends to work heel, even though she's kind of a face. Yeah. Yeah. There is no real... Prominent baby face that's really gonna like your champion is supposed to be your top baby face and it doesn't feel like that. Well, they're are they trying to? I mean, I know she lost to the Nyla Rose this week, but maybe they're trying to build Big Swole to be mm, that baby face. No, I'm not sold on her. I don't know. I don't know. The women division has been a work in progress since day one, which is a shame because you know. That especially like Kenny, like they're invested in the women's division, they're just struggling to get it right. But I mean, look at look at NXT compared to AEW this week. We had one women's match, Nyla Rose versus Big Swole. Mm-hmm. On NXT, you had Shotzi Black versus Deanna Parato. Mm-hmm. You had Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. and you had Chelsea Green versus Caden Carter. Now, granted, all three matches were kind of like. One was a big all, like, a feud. So, right. sure. And then, you know, you have your Shotzi Black and your De- Deanna Perrazzo thing going on. The other, So you have one that's the blow-up to a feud, and the other two are just showcase building matches. Yeah. Just designed to give their workers some time in the ring, let them develop their characters, and develop in the eyes of the fans so that they can eventually build. But that's what NXT's really good at. Yes, but the problem is, when you're having only one match... Featuring Big Swole and Nyla Rose, right. as opposed to anybody else, right? Kind of hard to do that. NXT's really, really good at building their divisions. But as soon as they see the writing on the wall, like after um, Asuka and Ember Moon and that like class left, everyone was like, "Man, the women's division's in trouble." And then they built it right up with Candice, with Io. With um, Shayna Baszler. With, I mean, well, Sh- yeah, Shayna's their their top woman who's been their top woman for God knows how long, but um, not Io. Oh, what's the other woman's name? The one who went heel. Yeah, Io. I was right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Candice, Io, um, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Like they build their <laughs> divisions back up in like a heartbeat where they feel legitimate. They're exciting. People care. People want to see them. Now Shayna's on her way out. And they're maybe looking to go ahead and start rebuilding again. And so now they're 
Shazi Blackheart, Deanna Parazzo, Chelsea Green. It's like NXT is so good at building their divisions, especially the women's division. And man, AEW just work in progress is day one, and they can't figure it out. It's a shame. It's a real shame. I mean, like, this week's wrestling was, again, nothing really hooked you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are just both, like, episodes that existed. Exactly. And for me, it continued on to SmackDown, mm. where there's only, again, two things of, of note, three things, technically. One, ah, two noteworthy, and one of the things just happened, basically. Mm-hmm. You have The Miz and John Morrison winning a Fatal 4-Way to become the new number one contenders for the New Day's tag team titles, beating Heavy Machinery, The Revival, and Lucha House Party. Whack. whoop do freaking do Whack. You have Braun Strowman taking the IC title off of Shinsuke Nakamura. So that going to my way. In my opinion, bad idea. But Shinsuke hasn't really had a exciting title run. So I was like, who cares? The writing's been on the wall for this for a while. And to close out SmackDown, the way the same way they opened it was the Usos and Roman Reigns taking on Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode, and the losers had to eat dog food. And how is this entertaining? And the fact that he didn't even eat the dog food, they just handcuffed him to the, the top of the post like they did to Roman uh, a couple of weeks back and just threw doll food at him and then poured it on him. Dum 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 dum. And I, I'm on my Facebook page while this is going on. Like, please, any of you WWE fangirls out there, make this make sense. Make this stipulation make sense. I'm waiting, still waiting. Nobody can. You know why? Because there's no defending it. And the admin of the page probably, oh, I really like SmackDown tonight. Like he does every freaking week because SmackDown, WWE can do no wrong to him. Sorry, I was bored to tears watching SmackDown. Bored to tears. I mean, after WrestleMania, man, I may have to really sit down and evaluate and reconsider. Is WWE even worth watching? Man, we can sit here and talk about uh, NWA's power. We can talk about Impact. We don't have to talk about WWE. Yep. We can we can run through WWE things like we do with the news. We can put more eyes onto to to New Japan or or really go in depth and and break down everything for an AEW Dynamite or an NXT show. Again, go back to watching Power. Go back to watching Impact. Do anything but have to watch three hours of dreadful Raw. Two hours of abysmal SmackDown. It's horrifying to have to spend five hours of your, your, your week coming home, working 11 plus hour days. To come home and shower and eat and you want to relax and you got to sit here and watch a bleeping terrible match with Liv Morgan and Lana. Oh, poor Liv. <laughs> we, we another 
Jobber getting beaten by Rowan. I'm tired. I don't care what's in his cage anymore. <laughs> I don't. It's the the cure for the coronavirus. <laughs> I just don't care. Even the storyline that I was remotely interested in. Uh, the fat guy, Otis. Yeah. And Mandy Rose. Don't even care about that anymore. I just don't care. I just... Thinking about WrestleMania like, man, Roman Reigns is going to be the Universal Champion. I, I, I don't want to... I, I can't. I cannot do this anymore. I'll just watch Power. Nick Aldis. Uh... Trevor Murdoch and his bucket of chicken. <laughs> James Storm. James Storm is fat now. Aww. I mean, I don't know. I'm not ranting anymore. I'm not ranting. I'm sorry. No, dude, hey. I kind of went off on a tangent there. My, That's like, I apologize. But I'm just so sick of it, man. That's what we're here for, man. I'm so sick of it. The Roy Rumble was... Everyone, I hear, keep saying... Roy Rumble's really good. Right? Roy Rumble's really good. I'm, like, I'm where? saying. Where was it really good? Everyone seems to be in agreement that Rumble was good. I was like, I don't day. Brock Lesnar eliminating 13 people. The Brock Lesnar gauntlet match? I mean, yeah, again, the, the, the men's Rumble was the tail of two halves. But there weren't interesting matches on that, that card for me. No. I, I don't know. Maybe I gotta go back and rewatch it. I, I don't know. But man, I can't do this anymore. Hey. Anyway. In professional wrestling, there are good seats. <laughs> and in WWE's case, there's a butt ton of bad seats. <laughs> Either way. They all come together to form the tree and garden that is professional wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to give you a breather. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, my good seed for the week. Hmm. 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 <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's not easy. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm struggling. Okay. My good seed of the week. Goes to Drew McIntyre. Won the Rumble on Sunday. He's starting to finally get a proper character push on Raw. Drew gets my my good seed for the week. I'm hoping that his seed thus begins to grow and develop. So come Mania time, he will be an apple and a tree. I don't know. Anyway. Can, can I go with my good seed <laughs> sure, now? Sure, sure. Speaking of apples and seeds and yes, all this. Yes, My good seed, you're going to, what the hell's wrong with me? I told you, it's 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 baby plague right now. Oh, my good seed no. goes to Nikki and Brie Bella. What? 
bringing new life into this world. What? You know what? That is a good scene because if they're having babies, they can't be on the wrestling in the wrestling ring on my TV. Good job. I agree. You're right. Go ahead. Um, their wrestling days are over. No, let that. them let them be forever <clears throat> over. No more concussions. And, no know, more botched topes. Brie oh, Bell right. is definitely going to name her kid Apple or something like that. So <laughs> it, it works double fold. Happy for the ladies. Uh, Mazel. Congrats. Salute. Everything. Congrats to Cena. Yeah. It's not Cena's kid. Exactly. Why congrats to Cena? <laughs> So, I'm happy for them, but it should have been me. Oh, my God. Relax, Ziggler. It should have been me. <laughs> and my bad seed for the week goes to the Bellator. No, I'm joking. Um, my bad seed goes to... Raw and SmackDown. What a shocker. Because <laughs> like, I'm thinking about it. At first I was going to say just Lana, because anything that Lana does, gets a, it's a bad seed for me. Mm-hmm. But Raw, okay. No, I can't give the bad seed to Raw. Because I did like what they did with Randy Orton and Edge. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the show was a dud. All SmackDown was a dud. So SmackDown. SmackDown gets my bad seed for the week. Okay. Yeah, that'll do. My bad seat goes to Liv Morgan Alana. Yeah, that works for me. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about this. Yeah, me neither. I mean, big ups to Liv Morgan for finally having her own unique character, at least in terms of physical appearance. Uh, but yeah. She's like generic blonde. Yeah, but she's no longer like in Jordans and the socks and the shirt and the pigtail and the blue tongue. Like now, she looks like a discount Scarlet Bordeaux. Yes, she does. Could you imagine? Imagine Scarlet Bordeaux's in the PC, and then she turns on Raw and sees Lip Morgan and goes, "Hey, what the? I thought I couldn't do this." Copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get like a. The China, the cat type thing, where it's gonna be like, oh my, like god. big Charlotte, um, oh my, big Scarlet, little Scarlet, oh my god, could you imagine? Too much leather. Oh my Lanta. Is this getting hot in here, or is it just me? <laughs> is that is that, is that? I think that's gonna call it a wrap for this week's episode. Yeah, I gotta go hose myself down. A <laughs> As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. Grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Play Music and Apple Podcasts. doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Join my main man, my, my, my hetero life mate. Man of the hour, man with the power. Too sweaty to be sour right now. <laughs> Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, Shades. Don't forget to tune in this week and every other week, because an apple a day keeps a bad lesson. Peace. Peace and love.